This is Melbourne calling. Welcome to Granny Bingo Wireless. You should get that mole checked. Toodle pip. Hey, come over here, go over there. Don't be scared now, yeah. Lift up your head, hold out your hand, pull up your pants now. Why did you pull down your pants? We only just met, but that's why I like you. People connecting, grandma's laughing, nostalgia and ethnic dancing. And uh, that was The Biggest Disappointment by Slim Dusty. What a terrific song. My name's Ms Edith Vale, and I am one of your hosts for the podcast this evening, and I'm joined by my best mate in the whole wide world, Maureen McGillicuddy. Hi, everyone. Hi. If it's your first time, g'day and welcome. Uh, You might know me as the... uh, (laughs) I feel like I'm showing off when I talk about this. You'll know me as the star of Blinky Bill Live at Forest Hill Chase in 1993. I played Mrs. Magpie. That's great to meet you all, and thank you for your support. (laughs) I was one of your groupies, wasn't I, love? Oh, yes, that's right. Well, you used to go to the, uh, to the, uh, the coffee shop, Michelle's Boulangerie, uh, at, at Forest Hill, and that's where they had the stage. And uh, I'd say to Eddie, I'll be back in a minute. You know, I wouldn't tell her that I was part of the show. I'd, I'd, say, I'd say, I'll be, I'm just going to do a poo or something like that, you know. And I'd walk off, I'd come back on stage, uh, they'd start the show, Blinky walks out, all the kids go crazy, and then I come out and go, Blinky! <laughs> and you knew my voice. You knew my voice. And I toured round with you with that show. I was uh, selling Maureen's merchandise after the show. She would do meet and greets. Uh, if the kids paid a bit extra for it and uh, she would sign you know merchandise and things Hmm. and they would be allowed to have a photograph with her this is back in the days of film of course film photographs and uh, and then they'd be shuffled along but you started getting a bit big for your head didn't you love? I did a little bit you know uh, it it was the money it was the constant money it was the calls I I used to get calls from uh, Ernie Sigley would ring me up once a week to have a how's our showbiz life going? for you. I did. I got a bit ahead of myself, I reckon, Edie. Oh, no, I meant you literally got a bit big of a head. She wore this giant magpie head as part of the costume. And, uh, well, unfortunately, um, you know, it was quite hot in there. There wasn't good ventilation. And she got a bit of a growth, a tumour. And it started getting so big we couldn't get the magpie head on on top of Maureen's head anymore. Mm. And, unfortunately, that's when she had to leave show business. I know. I I peaked then. That was 1993 at Forest Hill. And uh, I peaked. Then it's sad, and, and it's strange to talk about your own career while you're still alive. Normally, uh, you know, someone like me would be on, be talked about by a Bert Newton on, 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 on 20 to 1 or something, like, you know, 20 to 1 best Mrs Magpies, I guess. But it's strange to talk about. I, I think I did peak, and I think I hadn't done my best work yet. I, I could have gone on to big things, big things. Perhaps this episode is your peak, love. Yeah, I, I highly doubt it, but I guess it could be. Anything is possible. You know, those days were uh, were very good, weren't they? Too. You've just reminded me of a memory, because I used to take my grandchildren to Forest Hill 
Gibraltar and the Glen and occasionally Eastland, depending on what the show was. And my grandson, he's uh, 31 now, and uh, he loved Batman. You know, the, uh, the yes. bloke gets around the car. He, uh, he loved Batman, and we went to Eastland to see the Batman show. And it was, it was ter- I thought it was terrific. He thought it was bloody wonderful. He went bloody gaga over Batman. But it turns out I knew the man that was playing Batman. And uh, he had the Batmobile out the front and all the kids were crowding around. And he used to sell counterfeit cigarettes. You know, put the tobacco in the paper himself. He was selling them out the back of the Batmobile. So I stocked up. That's what I... I still smoke them. I bought so much, I've still got them 25 years later. You know, I went to one of these signings as well. Many, And they don't do them anymore. It's so sad. Sad. I went to Southland Shopping Centre, you know, in Cheltenham. And uh, it's a Westfield. And mm-hmm. uh, they had a meet and greet with the cast of Sea Chains. Oh, wow. I loved it. And and myself, and I went with, you weren't that big a fan, but Beryl Beltbuckle and I went. She loves it. And we got there. Four o'clock in the morning, we got there to make sure we were at the front of, of the queue. And we were so excited. You know, some of the biggest names in Australian entertainment. Sigrid Thornton, yeah. Kerry Armstrong, John, John Howard. Howard. Yeah. Uh, William McInnes was there. Oh, I can't stand him. I know. David Wenham was there. <laughs> and we got there so early to make sure we were at the front of the queue. Well, I think they must must have advertised the wrong day or something because Beryl and I were the only people there to meet Mm. the entire cast. And afterwards, Sigrid Thornton asked me for a lift home. Yeah, I've heard that about her. I've heard that. That's why why no one goes to see her shows, because they're worried she'll come and ask for a lift home. The state of the entertainment industry is shocking. Anyway, speaking of entertainment, hello, kiddies, and welcome to another episode of Granny Bingo Wireless. As I said, I'm Edith Vale. This is Maureen McGillicuddy. And chained up to the wall over there is our, uh, well, I wouldn't say friend. I would say... um, Well, she is, I guess, uh, the human equivalent of rice pudding. Bland, cheap, and nobody wants her at dinner. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't disagree with you there. Caroline Springs is over in the corner. This is your first time listening. Caroline Springs was left to us in a will. By her sister Alice. Yes, Alice Springs. Yeah, and that's where we've been stuck with her ever since. But don't worry, Caroline is a dumb mute. And uh, she, she will hopefully not be interrupting us for this. She doesn't arc up much. She's not bad at it. Because last week was the first one where she had edited, and she'll do it again today, edited the show. I thought she did a terrific podcast. I think, so. I think, yeah, we'll leave her in charge of editing mm. the show. That's a good idea. They taught her well at Triple M. So welcome back. So we're coming to you live from our bunker. We hope we're reaching you in a beautiful, equally as beautiful bunker or and or a small apartment in Paran. Of course, everyone listening, as well as us, we're all in isolation and we're trying to keep ourselves entertained. That's the point of this podcast, is to entertain you at home. But Maureen, you and I don't have the privilege of listening to this podcast because we are on it. So we have to entertain ourselves. What have you been doing uh, this week to keep yourself busy, love? Oh, this week has been big. I cleaned the fridge. Uh, Um... Um... I also started doing uh, a new exercise. I, th- I Actually, I did catch you uh, mm. doing that. Uh, I think you are supposed to be wearing clothes when you do it, love. I got quite the fright. When I saw you in that position, I thought Agro from Agro's Cartoon Connection show had popped over to say hello. A furry little face with a red nose. I was giving you a smile, but on the side. Um, and then I also watch 
ASMR. Do you know this one? No, ASMR. What's that one? A as asthma. As asthma. That ASMR is when people talk into the microphone uh, uh, very close, I think, and then they make noises. And this is entertainment, is it? Well, yeah, people love it. It's got it's, it's got millions of views, and uh, two or three of them are from me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, so I thought anyway. I'm loving it. I'm loving it, girl, so much that I thought I might do it as a segment on the podcast. Would that be all right? Well, that Wonderful. We're looking for new segments constantly. Yeah, please, by all means. Everybody, please, a standing ovation for our newest segment, Maureen Does ASMR. You're now on Maureen's ASMR. Thanks for tuning in. I'm going to just go about my daily routine normally. Oh, maybe I'll have a glass of water. I should have left the lid off for a bit longer for that one. Oh, that was delicious. Water. Uh, maybe I'll have a leftover Easter egg. I better put the spray on my warts. Yuck. I hope that heals soon. It doesn't look good. Better take the antibiotics for the problem with my fanny. Philippines, uh, this is Ed Sheeran. What I love about the Philippines is it's actually my biggest market in the world, uh, weirdly enough. Um, I found this out the other day. Uh, please check out my new song, Shape of You and Castle on the Hill, and I'll see you all soon. It's where celebrities come to have fun. <laughs> Granny Bingo Wireless. Hello, hello, LGBT people. We are Russian Gay Holiday Company. Good. We make gay holiday for gays and lesbian. Gay Russian holiday is fun. We have gay sex party. Lady Gaga CD. Man wear lady clothes. Get shot by policeman in park. Uh, 
In Russian, shot means cosmopolitan cocktails like sex and city. Gays come to Russia and have fun is not trap for gays to go to jail. Visit www.russiatrickgaysintogayholidayandarrestthem.com Russian gay holiday is fun, yes, like rectal Sodom. Oh, gosh, I can't wait until we can go on holidays again. Oh, my God, I cannot wait. Russia will be the first place I go. You bet. I love it. I love it there. Absolutely. Now, this next segment, we introduced it for the first time last week, and we got such good feedback about it, we thought we'd bring it back again. Uh, this one is not hosted by Maureen or myself. This one is hosted by Beryl Beltbuckle, who is a woman who lives at the uh, the nursing home with us. And she's a bit of a sad sack, isn't she, love? I feel bad, because I met Beryl years ago. I, I, I mentioned it last week, how I met Beryl at the post office. And we've been friends ever since, friends for a very, very long time, but she's a bit of a downer. She's boring. But the audience seemed to like her, so we said she can yeah. come back. Beryl was a cook throughout the Great Depression, and so mm -hmm. she has got some budget recipe tips that she is giving to people. Uh, so I guess there's nothing else to say. And no, here okay. is episode number two of Beryl's Budget Baking. Beryl's Budget Baking... Budget baking. Today's depression era recipe will be meat and potato patties. And and for this you need um some ground beef, um some what you can get and uh, some uh, fry, finely shredded potatoes and you need a, a quarter of a cup of chopped onions and they need to be chopped Finely, which is fine. <laughs> it's a little little joke. Um, my husband used to make that joke uh, between the beatings, and um, this was before computers, uh, of course. And and the man who lives in my roof says I should get Netflix to send me movie tapes over the wireless. It's marvellous, and uh, I tried ringing my son Roy about it, but, uh, but he died in the war. And and um, I talked, well, late at night, I get phone calls from, from Bing Crosby. He never speaks, but I know it's him. Now, uh, what, what, was, what was the name of, of, of that? Um, this is your man, Flo Rowley. Hey, what's happening? You're your home implies, man. Hey, yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, Bowieezy, man. Check it out. <laughs> Granny Bingo, wireless. All right, now we're going to do one of our favourite segments of the podcast, which is called Agony Grands. I was listening back to our first episodes of Season 1. <laughs> 
Did you know that we did Agony Grands as one of the first uh, things that we talked about? I, I always thought it was something we, we tacked on at the end, but clearly this is a very important, life-changing uh, thing for people. Maureen and I have cabinet meetings. It's very similar hmm. to the cabinet meetings that the Prime Minister has been having with um, the... the uh, Premiers. Uh, yes, yes. Of around Australia. But um, ours happens in the cabinet down right. here in the bunker. And it's just a meeting in the cabinet. Yes, it's just Maureen and I. Caroline's not welcome in the cabinet no, meetings no, no. Uh, because she wouldn't fit in. It barely fits the yeah. two of us in no. the cabinet. And uh, that's where we have our production mm-hmm. meetings. That's a technical yeah. term. That's a meeting about the podcast. And when we were having our cabinet meeting, production mm-hmm. meeting, uh, I said to Maureen, we must get the Agony Grand section back. That oh. is the most important oh. thing to me because we have learnt so much over our lives, haven't we, love? Too much. I've learnt too much, yeah. Too much. So much that stuff's falling yep. out. Yep. You know, I can't learn anything new. That's why people say, oh, you're not allowed to use that word anymore. I can't remember that. How am I supposed to know that? I'm not supposed to use that word anymore. I'll use the word I learned. Anyway... We have learned some really, really helpful advice, and that's why we want to share it with you in this segment. I've got a top. I've got a top shelf uh, Pinot in hand as we give this advice. I just want to set the imagery in the bunker. Where did you get this from? Uh, this one is from. Uh, I can never pronounce it properly. Uh, Vin, oh. Vintage Salaz, I believe. Vin, vinta, vintage Salaz. Something like that. Anyway, I bought them down here about 20 years ago in the bunker and stored them. I forgot. They're bloody beautiful. <laughs> They've aged wonderfully. Aged wonderfully. All right, here we go. First letter. Uh, hey, girls. Very informal. Uh, like a lot of people, I have found myself quite bored of late. I have mm-hmm. never really been one for hobbies, so I thought I would try a few. Gardening, cooking, a bit of craft, uh, whilst I've been in mm-hmm. isolation. But mm-hmm. nothing has really piqued my interest. Ah. Uh, anything you could suggest to keep me occupied? XOXO Nat from Murrum Very informal XOXO Nat from Murrumbina. And Nat said hey at the top of her letter. I hate that. That's very American, Nat. If you're going to sit down and write a letter, you may as well write, you know, dear. To whom it may concern. Not hey. Hey. Hey is for horses. Uh, Nat's bored. You know what kind of people get bored, Maureen? Drug addicts. Drug addicts? Yeah, you're Drug right, addicts. they do. I, I read about that. And I'm reading into Nat's letter, Nat from Marambina's mm. letter here. Mm. Nat, again, informal, I'm sure that means Natalie. Uh, and I, I'm looking at it and I can't help but notice certain words popping mm. out at me, love. Yeah, which words? Well, I'm looking, she's, she's tried a few hobbies, gardening. Now, yeah. I yeah. know I'm not born in the last shower. Ah, yes. I know that they grow the weeds yeah. and the cracks and yeah. the G. They grow that yeah. in the uh, the hydrophonics. Cooking? She's referred to cooking too. That might be a typo. I think that might be hooking. Oh, hooking. Ah, yes. like prostitute. Yeah, I see. Sex yeah. working, I think we're supposed to call it now. She's also mentioned here that she is into craft. And uh, I know what that means as well. My my grandson mm. was staying with me for a, a period of time. He was out of work. And Thomas, I went into yeah. his cupboard. But, you know, I get the half-litre cartons yeah. of milk. 
Because yeah, I can't yeah, drink yeah. the hole later. You can't. Uh, and he'd, he had one of those, and he'd cut a hole in it, and he'd put a straw mm. through one end, and he'd put what I right. believe is called a cone in the right. other end of it, and he had made a bong. Oh, my goodness. So I know what that means as well. Nat, the uh, Murrumbina. Uh, Mm. I think you're definitely a drug consumer. You're possibly a drug mm. seller. Uh, yeah. You are a sex worker as well. And mm. I mm. think you've got enough to keep you occupied, to be quite honest. Yeah, sounds like it. What are your thoughts, love? I feel like I need to go and take a shower after reading her letter. Um, do you know what's amazing, Edith? You know, I've known you for the 70-plus years. And these last few weeks of doing this podcast from the bunker... Every week you've discovered a woman who's a prostitute drug user. That's incredible. I know. They're, they are everywhere. Anyway, I hope that helped, Nat. Okay, and the next letter is, Hi, Nans. Uh, I am a 13-year-old boy who enjoys folk dancing. I have been taking part in a lot of competitions at school, but the boys in my class mock me for this. A lot of my guy friends even called names and bullied me. My family is not very supportive either. They worry about what people will say. I really wish to pursue this dream of dancing, uh, but I do not want to lose all my friends or make my parents unhappy. Uh, This is from uh, Alex in Glen Waverley. (laughs) Fake fake dancing. (laughs) What a loser. Folk dancing, you do of folk course dancing as a joke. down Waverley Road, folk dancing. (laughs) Alex, Alex, you know, all the best. I hope they have a folk dancing competition at the Glen one day. (laughs) I'd get on the bus for that. I'd get on the bus. (laughs) Anyway, I hope that helped you, Alex. Uh, All the best with it. Thanks for writing in. Thank you for writing in. Of course, if you want to write in, you can. Uh, You can uh, just contact us via social media. With your Annie Grand's question. Just like Alex did. <laughs> oh, all right, next letter. That's very uh, good. You can read the next one. Uh, I need to, I need to catch oh, my breath. I need, a, I need a sip of that. Oh, that <laughs> I wonder what his parents, they must go to bed. You know, when you had children, did you ever get into bed? With your husband, Edith, and, and your children have said something, and you you do have a bit of a snicker about what your children say. You have a bit of a laugh. They must have sore ribs from laughing at their child. That wasn't even cool when we were young. <laughs> no, it's never been in. It's never, ever been in. 13. He's going to have a tough, tough life. I reckon we'll see him at Granny Bingo in a few years. You bet. Turning up by himself, I'd say. (laughs) Oh, good on you. Okay, who's the next one? Sorry, love. The next one. All right, here we go. 
My wife had a difficult... No hello on this one. My wife had a difficult pregnancy and ended up having an emergency C-section. She was so scared and convinced herself that she was going to die. Ever oh, since no. that, she has completely gone off sex. Yeah, right. Our baby will be two this June and she has shown no interest in having sex again. I've tried many times and she point blank says no. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> folk What's dancing. Folk dancing. <laughs> 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 I remember. Folk dancing. Imagine. Oh, why don't the other kids like me? I don't know, Alex, because you're folk dancing. <laughs> I really wish to pursue this dream of I magic, wish to pursue the dream of... Your dream is everybody else's nightmare. <laughs> what happens when you become a professional footage? <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry, uh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I wonder what happens when he gets married and he has to folk dance with his... Probably a husband, I'd say. <laughs> I'd say so, love I don't even know if the gays would be interested. <laughs> I've never seen one of their drag queens <laughs> folk dancing. <laughs> oh, anyway, back so to this this bird. This here. bird with the C-section, and she's got depression. Yeah, or go something. On. Hang on. Here we go. Yeah. All right, here we go. Let's see. Uh, there was a uh, emergency C-section. She doesn't want to have sex with me anymore. Um, I've tried. Right. I've tried many times, and she point blank says no. No. What yeah. should I do? How long should I wait before trying again? Thank mm. you in advance. There's no name here. They've called themselves Sick of Waiting in uh, Tarnate. Tarnate. Well, oh. jeepers, creepers. For those of you international listeners out there, Tarnate is in uh, the, the sort of inner western suburbs of Melbourne. Uh, they've got a lot of factories there, factories where you might buy uh, goods. And they've also got uh, a couple of prisons too, which gives you a bit of an idea. Some of the of what... best in the country. Best in the country. What should you do... Uh, and how long should I wait before trying? I'll, t- I'll tackle the first part of that one, if you All don't right, mind. Love. Edith, look, uh, your wife has been through a lot. I don't know what you look like, I don't know what you do for a job, but my advice on what you should do uh, is to ensure that the baby is not in the room to begin with. Uh, secondly, and this is only my experience, you might need to see a professional counsellor, but but uh, what you should do is come in in a, uh, in a costume, you know, a bit of costume play, because uh, that spices things up. You might want to come in as a police officer or, uh, or uh, you know, an army man. Mm. Or uh, my husband used to dress as a woman. So that would be the start of my advice. I don't know if you've got something better, Edith. Uh, well, uh, now I'm just thinking about this sick of waiting in town, Neat. You sound like you're beating yourself up a little bit for trying with your wife or, you know, rushing her. Uh, please stop blaming yourself. This is her fault. You know, it's a wife's duty to pleasure her man. Oh, we all did it. She might not be in the mood. And, you know, she can do the headache thing a few times. God knows I did it in my time. But, you know, it's time for her to get over it. Now, you're a very kind man, sick of waiting in Tarnit, and uh, I can tell that you want to make things a bit easier for her, and that is noble. Maureen's correct. You can try sparsing it up with costumes and that sort of thing. Another thing in her eyes, she feels she's less than she was before, and she is partially correct in that sense. You know, if she was on yeah. the market, no one wants the damaged fruit. You know, you no. go, you're going to pick up an avocado. You don't want the one with the scar across the middle section. That's right. Yeah. So what I would suggest to you, sick of waiting in town, is give yourself a C-section. Right. 
right, that's not bad. That's really creative thinking. It'll even things out a little bit and it will make her see you as unsexual as she sees herself. You are so smart because, you know, they they say that opposites attract, but in my experience, you've got to be dating someone very similar to you. So if you had a man with a seizure, that's such good advice. Well, you could do that at home. Yeah, do it in the kitchen. Boil up a, uh, just a kitchen knife will be fine, whatever you use to do the lamb or the, the pork, and uh, boil it first. Not a butter knife. I'd, I'd uh, take you too long. I'll send you a few episodes of my favourite television show called The Midwife, uh, and that'll explain what you need to do. I might pop in in the uh, in the envelope when you send the tapes to him from called The Midwife. I actually saw a C-section done on television on Harry's practice. They did a C-section, so I'll send that one to you too. What were they doing the C-section on? A, a lamb, I think, but it's all very much the same. Very much the same, and make sure you have the genome on hand to stitch it back up again, of course. On a double stitch. A double a, stitch would be ideal, yes. I hope that helps sick of waiting in Tarnate, and of course... Good luck. <laughs> if all things don't go according to plan, you can always folk dance for it. That's the fastest way to a divorce, I reckon. <laughs> oh, Alex. And Glenn Waverley, too. Oh, God. Uh, well, I think it's time for a word from one of our sponsors. I hope it's not a folk dancing company. <laughs> Calling all fun lovers. Looking to meet fun new people in a fun environment? Combine a fun social life with exercise and have fun at the same time. If you're someone who loves fun, you'll love fantastic folk dancing. We've just moved to a new studio right in the thick of the action at 209 Blackburn Road in Mount Waverley. So it's adios to Glen Waverley and hello to Mount Waverley. We meet on any night beginning with tea as well as Saturdays, and definitely have room for new members. Anyone with a passion for folk dancing is welcome, and we need more people who can play the banjo, the fiddle, the piano accordion, a harmonica, or an experienced jug blower. Our members say it has been life-changing. Um, hi, my name is Alex. I'm 13, and I love folk dancing. Um, I have been doing it for five years at Fantastic and it's definitely had a huge impact on my life and increased my confidence. Um, the boys in my class used to call me a gayer version of Billy Elliot, but now they only physically bully me. So come along for a free class and open your eyes to the empowering world of folk dancing. Fantastic Folk Dancing is a paid sponsor of Granny Bingo Wireless. All right, well, our next segment is one of our bloody favourites. This is called Celebrity Cheer Up, where we call one of our celebrity mates, don't we, love? And g'day to those of you around the world listening. Here in Melbourne, we do a show called Granny Bingo, and it's very popular. Everybody loves it, and uh, every month we have a celebrity guest. And we thought we'd try and replicate that a little bit in, in the podcast, now that we're stuck here in the bunker, and we've been very lucky with the people that we've had, and I believe we've got someone very cool. Uh, for this week. We have. We have one of our favourite performers. I have loved her for years. Her name's Rhonda Birchmore. She is the leading lady of the Australian stage. Oh, I have seen her in everything she's done. We go and see her every year at Morning Melodies, don't we, love? 
Morning Melodies, Carols by Candlelight, and she was just recently on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. That's right. And if you've never seen Rhonda before, she, she's got a beautiful voice, legs up to here. You just, you know, I've never seen someone so beautiful. No, uh, So never. we're going to give her a little bit of a tinkle. Have you got the Rolodex there? Yes, let me get it. I've got it in here. Somewhere. Should be in there. I've put a little star on hers because she is, a, you know, a star. Star, star, a little sticker. Star, 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 sticker. star. Star. Here we go. Rhonda Birchmore. That's next to Rhonda Butchmore. Is that a different that's person? Different, different person. That's that's ah. that's a doppelganger. Then I'll call her here. Uh, Rhonda Birchmore. Oh, four, one, two, five, seven, seven. Okay. Here we go. She'll. I hope she's she's there. We've been pretty lucky so far. Everyone's answered. Hello. Hello, darling. It's Edith Vale and Maureen McGillicuddy here. How are you, love? Oh, look, I'm all right, darling. It's lovely to hear your voices. It's lovely to hear anyone's voices. You're too right, Rhonda. How are you going with the lockdown, love? Oh, my goodness. I'm struggling. You know, every day you kind of see in the papers, you know, it's going to go on longer and longer. And obviously, you know, we all know that that has to happen. But um, it is a little frustrating. And um, I've actually been doing a mosaic, which is a bit of craft, a bit of Corona craft. I saw your beautiful artwork, your mosaic artwork on your Instagram. And I think that's wonderful. You know, at the nursing home we live at, we do a lot of mosaics and things like that. You're going, when when you, and you're not at that age, Age yet, Rhonda, but when you do get to that age, you're going to fit right in. You'll be the cool kid. I'll be able to share my secrets of um, mosaic. Mind you, I went to Bunnings yesterday to get some more grout and it had sold out. I think, you know, not only yourself, but other people had the same idea. Yeah, I reckon blue. that uh, would have been our friend Kirsty Weebeck. She's always down at Bunnings. You know, uh, Bunnings. Oh, Bunnings. You're only allowed four in per aisle now, too. Oh, so right. it's a bit frustrating, you know. Oh, but, those uh, aisles are bigger than the Monash Freeway. You can fit more than four people. <laughs> I know, I know. It's much better in there than Chemist Warehouse. Oh, yeah. They're, yeah. they're very narrow. Very corridors, narrow. But Bunnings is quite lovely, yes. The, uh, once, make sure you keep going to Bunnings to buy the tiles, though, because I don't want you smashing up your bathroom to get enough tiles for a mosaic. Oh, I could smash up my old CDs or something like that and do a bit of craft that way. Now, Rhonda, you poor thing. I mean, you were in the jungle on I'm a Celebrity, mm. Get Me Out of Here, and you probably were yeah. dying to get out of the jungle, and now you're probably better off back in there. Yeah, you know what? If, if someone said, you want to go back in, you know, I would be there in a heartbeat at least. You could socialise and sit around the log and yeah. eat food and do trials together. Uh, yeah, uh, I mean, I thought I was isolated there, but uh, I was only out, I think, a week when all of this has happened. Is that so right? it's all, uh, yeah. yeah, well, first heard of the, the corona thing, because uh, of course, being in there, we, there's no communication of at course. all. So, yeah. Yeah, uh, you know, it was a bit of a, you know, on the plane back, I heard a little whisper about it and I thought, oh, it's not, not going to amount to much. And then look at us now, six weeks later. Hey, have you turned oh. to singing to yourself and, and has anyone in your family oh. moved out? Oh, the dogs are kind of going, oh, well, no, here she goes again. Uh, it's one of those, you know, it's, it's fine that people are saying, you know, it's a time to be artistic and come up yeah. with shows and all of that. And one can only do so much of that and think, oh, oh when is that date going to be when we all... I mean, I I can't wait for that time when, I mean, I did get out of the jungle and I I was chock-a-block 
with work right through. I thought, my goodness, this, this is the best year, not only, you know, financially, but all of those things. Um, when you get, you know, with an entertainer work, I was about to do Menopause the Musical, and I was about course, to play yeah. The Wicked Queen in, in Snow White. The part you were uh, born to play, I reckon. Oh, uh, all of those things. But everything's just on hold now till mm, the, it goes. So uh, maybe I'll be ready for Carol's by Candlelight for a Hopefully. few, you know, numbers there or something. We'll be there oh, in the front row. Now, Rhonda, we're looking for silver linings, though. We're trying to find out what what are people doing to keep themselves happy during this lockdown? You've got your mosaics. Is is your lovely partner, Nick, and your daughter, Lexi, are they loving having mum at home a little bit more? Well, um, Lexi's still reporting. She's one of the lucky ones, I guess, in a way. You know, she's still reporting stories all around regional Victoria. You must be so proud. A lot of people don't know that your daughter is a news reporter, and you must be so proud. She's done so well. Very proud, darling hearts. She, uh, yeah, she's busy, and, and you know, it's... She tries to, I mean, with all the corona stuff, she tries to find, a, I guess, a few silver linings in terms yes. of stories in country Victoria. And, and Nick's busier than ever because I don't know if your listeners know, but he's a psychiatrist. So yes. with all of this, can you imagine that, you know, he's doing all his, uh, you know, appointments via phone, of course, but ah, um, yeah. or Zoom, very modern Zoom. Yes, but yes. Um, it is, yes, it, it's busy time for them. So Mum's kind of a little, you know, climbing the walls here with a mosaic. And, um, you have got your puppy dog Zorro and Bon Bon. Are they getting lots of walks and things? Oh, they are. Yeah. They are thinking. I mean, they're, they're, it's the animals that are thinking this is the best time ever uh, because absolutely. they get two walks. Lots of pets. Lots of company. Lot of cuddles. All of that on the lounge with Mum. Yeah, looking at old DVDs and oh, the lovely. midday show and the Don oh, Lane yes. show. They're the loving Don all Lane the show. Gosh, I loved you on the Don Lane show. Oh, with the Tony Batuccio dancers. Oh. And, and, uh, oh man. Memory is beautiful. I've got, I've got them, and you know, it's it's one of those things we have got time to kind of rewind and have a look at uh, some of those the old, old things. Yeah. Well, when oh, this is all I ever, Rhonda, you'll have to have us over for a little DVD night. Oh, I will. Oh, look, I tell you, Trevor Ashley came to one one night, and he stayed and. 15 bottles of wine later. I was, was going to say, you drink your... You got out alive. That's incredible. <laughs> oh, well, look, we, I've never had so many bottles and there were so few people. And, you know, it was only Trevor <laughs> and I, but there you go. Now, yeah. I remember when you came to Granny Bingo to perform for us at Granny Bingo. This is you know, three, yeah. four years ago, I think. I remember you were wearing uh, the dress that your mother made you on your first mm. TV appearance and you fitted oh. it was swimming on you. Oh, that was a, that was a wonderful night. I think I think that was your birthday night. That was my Someone's that was birthday. my grandson's birthday actually. His, oh, it was. I know it was birthday. some celebration. And it you was came wonderful. And you did a wonderful job. He unfortunately is you know a bit one of the. Um, the gays, but aside from oh. that, it was a lovely night. It was a really nice yes. it was a gorgeous night. It was very festive, and it was yeah, it was a lot of fun. Now, Rhonda, in this segment of the show, we like to call one of our celebrity friends and ask them to tell us a joke to cheer up all the people that are stuck in their living rooms and things. Oh, do, right. do you have a little joke you might be able to tell us? Well, there's, there's a lot of naughty jokes, but I've got a good dad joke that I right. oh, yes. What do you get when you pour water? down Dolly Parton's chest. What do you get when you pour oh. water down Dolly Parton's chest? I don't know. So you get a slap in the face, really. <laughs> I don't know. No, what, you what? get islands in the stream. <laughs> 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 oh, they are huge. That, is, are a, huge. that is a bit risque, but not? I like it, Rhonda. That's good. Oh, I thought it was, I was trying to keep myself. That's about as clean as it gets. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey, Rhonda, thanks for taking our call. Love. You'll give us a call if you need anything, won't you? 
I will do, and I can't wait. I'll get my carols. I think we, we really should work on the carols by candlelight medley. I think that's oh. a wonderful idea. We're both classically yeah. trained singers, so we'd All love to help you thing, out. I think you both should do, because I, th I believe it's still going ahead as the Logies. I think we should do a something Absolutely. where everyone dresses up in their favourite gown at home. And, I uh, think that'd be I'd love, so. yeah. I'd love to see Bert Newton in his favourite <laughs> gown at home. That would be lovely. Oh, look, I've got all of mine from 1982. Oh, so, goodness. yeah, there we go. I might just do a whole parade. There we oh, go. I'd, I'd love to rummage through your closet. <laughs> you can any time. And I think we're the same shoe size. So that's all right. Be. You can borrow those too. And that's where it ends. Shoe size. <laughs> all right, Rhonda. Thanks, Thanks Rhonda. Thank you, love. Much Got love time. to you both. Stay Bye. safe. Bye bye. <laughs> This is your man, Flo Rida. Hey, what's happening? You're your home implies, man. Hey, yo, what's poppin', man? It's your boy, Bow Weezy, man. Check it out. <laughs> Granny Bingo Wireless. Welcome back to Granny Bingo, the number one podcast for those over the age of 80. Uh, we're so happy to be back here with you. Hey, ho, oh, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Speaking of the podcast, love, I've found something quite interesting. Did you know you can mm -hmm. you can read your stats of how the podcast is going? I had to log is in. That right? I got my grandson to explain this to me. But if you look at this bit, see this bit here? It's got right. where everyone listens to us from. Uh, obviously, most our listeners are in Australia, and quite a few in 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 the United States as well. And sadly, that'll probably that number will probably drop soon. Uh, we've got uh, in New Zealand. There's quite a few. The Cayman Islands. Hello. But I wanted to do a shout out to some of the smaller countries that we're starting to give a, a bit of a foothold in. Uh, I want to say uh, bonjour to our three listeners in France. Oh my goodness, where's what Saudi Arabia? Uh, Assalam alaikum to my friends in Saudi Arabia. Wagwan uh, uh, to our friends in Jamaica as well. Our two friends in Jamaica. Thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. And you know what? If you are loving this podcast, you can support us with money. We would love that. You can sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com slash granny bingo. What a great service that is. And I know a lot of the other podcasts and even, you know, YouTubers, but a lot of the comedians from the Comedy Festival, when all that went ass up, they started the Patreon as well. It's a brilliant way to support the artists. So thank you to everyone who's supported us too so far. And if you do support us, you do get some wonderful little rewards. You might get a mm -hmm. personalised audio message from Maureen and myself. Caroline is, is doing some beautiful original artworks to which we're sending to people. And we're also doing a monthly video. Our, our first one will be coming out very, very soon soon and we might even have another little surprise which we'll announce shortly but of course if you can't afford to support the podcast financially another way you can do it which is really helpful is sharing it with your friends uh, you yeah. can jump into the app and give us a good review we love we love a good review someone the other day ed uh what, I, the nurse i talked about the other day june she came in to drop me food off and she said, oh, I was on your podcast the other day. You've got a four-star review. A four-star review, someone said. All the other ones are five stars. Someone's left us four stars. What a bastard. What a bastard. You smooth bastard. How rude to say that I'm four stars. Well, you know what, buddy? I'm going to come to your house. I'm going to shave your hair off. I'm going to cut your cock off. And all of your skin's going to go on my face. And I'm going to walk around and tell everyone that I'm a fucking asshole. 
So, yeah, thank you for your reviews. We really appreciate it. Um, and mm. I guess that means we're pretty much at the end of another episode, love. We are nearly at the end of the show, you're right, AD. But uh, before we go, I want to say thank you to the people that have signed up to the Patreon since last week. Thank you very much, Joe. And Matthew. And all the way over in Perth, Melinda. Thank you. And the lovely Christopher, big supporter of ours. <gasps> Look, Nathan. And Daniel. Russell. And Paul. Uh, Rowie. And the lovely Gary. Thank you so much for your hard-earned cash. We really appreciate Thank it. You. And that helps us to keep the podcast coming out every week. Uh, make sure you do tune in next week when we tell you what the red button on the remote is for. I'll tell you how to trick a vegetarian into eating meat. And we'll be telling you the exact day that you will die. But until next week, please remember, times might be tough, but there will be an end. From all of us at Granny Bingo, we want to say a big thank you for listening. Love you and goodbye. Hooroo! No one wants a scarred fruit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'll keep going in a second. Oh my God, this is awful. No one wants the damaged fruit.